0: Welcome to Precepts of Faith. This is Conrad DeVries. The title of my Bible lesson today is um, Protect the Seed um, That You Have Sown. The seed um, is the Word of God. When you take a promise of God, it's like a seed. Um, you pray it, uh, you believe it, you receive it, you're standing upon it. Um, it is God's plan for you to receive the harvest. Uh, that that seed declares belongs to you. And I'm ministering today from the Word of God um, on it is important that you protect that seed. You know, a farmer can sow seed, uh, he can sow good seed in the ground. um, But if certain conditions and certain things are not met, um, then even though it's good seed, um, he will have a crop failure or he may not have the harvest that he really thought he would get from that seed. In the book of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, and he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life, or life everlasting. In other words, God is not going to be mocked. If you sow corn seed, you're going to reap corn. If you sow okra seed, you're going to receive okra. Whatever you sow, the Amplified Bible Classic says, um, whatever you sow, that um, and that only shall you reap. Um, the Bible is a book full of seeds. It's a book full of promises. You can pick out the promise that meets your need. If it's in health and healing, if it's in wisdom and guidance, if it's in divine protection, whatever it is that you need, everything is right there in the Word of God in seed form, and the Word is likened unto a seed. You take that seed and you plant it and, and you sow it um, and it's God's will for you to take that and receive the harvest from it. Um, but I want you to consider what you need to do and be on the lookout for in order to protect that seed um, so that the birds of the air don't come, the cares of life, the problems of life, um, the, the, the the lust and desire of other things don't come and catch away that seed um, That you've already sown and you don't reap the harvest. In Genesis chapter 11, chapter 1 and verse 11, it says And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit, after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Um, the, where it says there, the seed is in itself. Um, within the seed uh, is the ability to produce what the Word of God promises. Um, if you take a watermelon seed, um, within that seed is everything that is needed to produce um, the kind of watermelon, the rind, uh, the juicy meat that's on the inside of it, the taste of it, the flavor, the color, everything that's needed for that watermelon to produce um, is in the seed. You just sow it into the ground and give it the right amount of good dirt to be sown in with the right minerals and everything, the right amount of moisture, but it's in the seed that you will reap the harvest. And so it is with the Word of God. Everything is in the seed that you need. Everything is in the Word of God that you can take that Word, you can depend upon it, whatever it promises you, if you will guard and protect that seed and not let doubt and fear and unbelief and strife and resentment against other people and situations in life that arise... Not let anything come and pull you away from that promise of God. That seed will produce um, just exactly what it says it will produce. Uh, In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, um, And Jesus said um, unto them, um, Because um, of your unbelief. Um, For verily I say unto you, um, If you have faith um, as a grain of mustard seed... um, ye shall say, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. The word of God is like unto a seed. He says in that verse, If you have faith, it uses the word mustard seed." just because it's one of the smallest seeds that there is. But if you think of that as if you have faith as a seed, if you have faith as a seed, you might say, or you shall say unto this mountain, be removed. In other words, you take the promises of the word of God, and you speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, and you say unto that mountain, Whatever the obstacle that Satan and evil spirits have brought up, you say to that mountain, "Be removed." You sow the seed by saying it with your mouth and by believing it in your heart. And if you will not doubt or fear or let anything hinder the harvest of that seed, He said, "Nothing shall be impossible unto you." In Mark 11:24. The Bible says, uh, Therefore I say unto you, um, What things you, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, uh, believe that you receive it, um, and you shall have them. In other words, praying requires saying. When you say it, um, you believe it with your heart, and you speak it with your mouth, um, and you believe it will come forth. He said, Whatever you desire when you pray. Um, I like what another translation says. It says, if you believe that you have received it, um, you shall have it. Um, The shall have it is God's part. Um, Our part um, is to pray it um, or to say it and believe that we receive it. Um, If that seed is sown in the ground, if it's in good ground with good moisture and atmosphere, that's that seed has in it to produce what kind of seed it is. If it's cotton seed or corn seed or soybean seed or watermelon seed, whatever kind of seed it is, it will produce. The seed is in itself. God wants you and I to learn how to sow the seeds of of the word of god by believing them in our heart and speaking them with our mouth and not letting anything rob us of that harvest that god has for us in the book of first peter chapter 1 and verse 23 it says being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of god which liveth and abideth forever the Word of God here is likened unto a seed. That seed, who is the one that sows the seed? You and I are the sowers of the seed. You and I are the ones that take the Word of God and sow it into our lives. We are God's garden, we are God's field under cultivation. The Bible says, uh, where is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is within. Uh, It's in our born-again human spirit. In the book of Mark, um, chapter 4 and verse 14, it says, the sower soweth the word. You and I are the sowers uh, of the word of God. We're the ones, it's up to us um, to take the word of God, take the promises of God, God already says it's yours. He already says, I have blessed you with all things that pertain to life and to godliness in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ has already come and shed his blood, and died on the cross, and rose from the dead, and ascended into heaven, and seated at the right hand of the Father. The Bible tells us he's already spoiled principalities and powers and mights and dominions. As far as God is concerned, he's already healed every disease, saved every sinner, met every need, given victory to every person. He's already done his part to The Bible says the promises of God are yea and amen. God is the one that says yea or yes. He already says, yes, it's yours. Yes, I've provided. Yes, I've sent Jesus Christ to pay the penalty and the price for anything that you will need in this earthly life. And then it's up to us to say amen. It's up to us to say so be it. It's up to us to be a sower, Of the word of God. As it said there in Mark chapter 4 verse 14. The sower soweth the word. When we sow the word. It is the word that has the power within it. To produce the harvest. The seed is in itself. The word of God has the power within it. That's why you want to pray the word of God. Pray what God says. Don't just pray your feelings and pl- pray your own human thoughts or human desires. Find a scripture or scriptures that meet your need and take those verses and say them and pray them and believe them over and over and over and over and over. And over. As you keep praying that word, when you first pray the word, you're sowing the seed then, as you continue to pray the word and say the word, you are watering the seed. And you continue to water it. And you continue to water it. And if you'll hold fast, God is faithful to perform that that He has promised. In Mark, the fourth chapter, then in the fifteenth verse, it says, And these are they by the wayside where where the word is sown. In other words, we're the ones sowing the seed. But when they have heard the word, they've received the word, then Satan comes immediately to take away that which is sown. As soon as you get the word of God in your mouth and in your heart and you sow it, Satan is going to look for any avenue that you will open to him. The Bible says, give no place to the devil. You don't have to give place um, to strife or give place to doubt and give place to fear and unbelief um, and getting into things that are uh, hurtful and harmful to the harvest that you want to receive. But Satan comes immediately to take away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, you might say, well, I still know that word. I still remember that word. But you have to put the Word of God first place. You may remember the Word of God, but, you know, it's just like the story, true story that I heard of a song leader. He was singing and shouting and praising God. No rivers are uncrossable. No mountains we cannot tunnel through. And he was shouting in the service. And then on the way home, his wife said, uh, husband called him by his name said do you think we could get Johnny a pair of shoes he sure needs them well that song leader he just blew up and got all upset and said you think I'm made out of money and he really he didn't put the word first place um, he got the word um, He was saying in the church service, singing, there's no rivers uncrossable, there's no mountains we cannot tunnel through. And he was just shouting and dancing and praising God. And then on the way home, he lost the victory. He let Satan come and steal the word over a pair of shoes. Instead of saying, well, I don't have the money right now, but let's just get in agreement, wife. Let's just agree, if two shall agree. And whatever they pray and ask, they'll receive it. Let's just believe God's going to bring us the money. Let's just believe he's going to make a way. Let's just believe we're going to tunnel through this mountain on this pair of shoes. The devil will bring anything to try to take away the word of God that is sown. In verse 16, he says, And these are they which are sown among stony places. Who, when they have heard the word of God, um, they immediately receive it with gladness. Um, just like we were talking about that song leader. He was shouting over the word of God. He received it with gladness. Um, but then the devil is the one that's going to bring persecution. Um, verse 17, um, and have um, uh, and have no root, um, no depth of earth, so to speak, no root in themselves, um, and so endure just for a little while, um, and then when persecution and affliction comes, um, for the word's sake, um, they are offended. In other words, um, The devil may not come and say, oh, you don't believe in God, you don't believe in the Word of God, but he'll bring some person or some circumstance along that will try to get you to look into that, and thinking negative, and becoming fearful, and because you're not focused and putting the Word of God first, then he will come and get you offended for the Word's sake." He'll get you offended at someone, someone didn't keep their promise, someone didn't do what they said that they were going to do, someone did something that you didn't think they should have done, and it caused you to get offended. In other words, you've got to put on the whole armor of God, not allow circumstances and situations and things to come along to let you get offended. But keep your focus on that seed of the word of God that you have planted. God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Amplified Bible says he feeds me, he guides me, he shields me that I have no lack. In other words, keep your attention on the word of God. Don't let something cause you to get offended and pull you out of the word of God and steal your harvest. So by and by, they are offended. Then in verse 18, and these are they they which are sown... uh, which are sown among thorns, and when they have heard the word and the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust or just strong desire, human desires for other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. It wasn't unfruitful to start with, but it become unfruitful. In other words sometimes it's a gradual process little things coming in little things to irritate you little things to try to upset you or push your buttons and little things that you know the devil the devil has listened to you what you don't like and what you're not going to put up with any longer I can't stand it when so and so does such and such you've got to make up your mind that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. You've got to put on the whole armor of God and get your mind renewed to the things of the Word of God and put on the breastplate of righteousness and gird your loins about with truth and shod your feet with the Word of God, the preparation of the gospel of peace and take the sword of your born-again human spirit which is the spoken Word of God." It's good to read the Word. It's good to hear the Word. It's good to think about the Word. But the thing that becomes the most effective is when you, yourself, speak the Word of God. You know, when a person gets born again, no one can get them born again except themselves. They can pray for them. They can read them the word of God. They can preach the word of God. Um, They can do many, many things to help them. But the only way a person can get born again is they themselves um, have to receive Jesus Christ um, as Lord and Savior. And so it is in harvest people can pray for you, which is good and helps. Um, Others can stand with you. They can preach and teach you the Word of God. You can listen to the Word of God. You can go to church services, which you should um, get in the Word of God and hear the Word of God. Um, But it's going to be the Word of God that you get for yourself um, that is really going to count um, and make a difference. Um, it's going to be the word of God that you get a hold of and you sow in your heart um, as a seed and you claim that promise to be yours. <clears throat> I like to think of it when you begin to speak the word of God and the promises of God, just like you have a voice, a fingerprint, you have a voice print that voice print goes out into the universe, um, and God will see to it that that promise finds you. Uh, amongst billions of people, the Word of God, when you speak it, uh, it will find you. Uh, it will find you and, res- and bring that promise to pass. Um, and so he goes on to say in verse 20 And these are they that are sown on good ground. Uh, such as hear the word of God, um, and receive it, um, and bring forth fruit, um, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. It's not God's will, and he's not the one that determines if you receive thirtyfold, or sixtyfold, or a hundredfold. The seed has everything it needs within itself. The Word of God is the seed. Faith activates the power that is in God's Word. Truthfully, and I'm not teaching on that today so much, but the power of God is everywhere present all the time. Sometimes people will be saying, well, you know, the presence of God is increasing. The presence of God is getting greater. You know, we're we're praying. We're beginning to sing and worship God, and his presence is coming in. Yes, well, his presence is there. The power of God is there all the time. It's like a radio receiver or a television receiver. The radio waves and the television waves are in the air all the time. The, the, the more you hear or see depends upon the receiver. The power of God is everywhere present all the time. God is always available and ready to perform his promises. The difference is in the receiving end. It's up to you and I what we can receive. Too many times people make the mistake of praying and praying and praying and then waiting to see if God is going to do something. But really, it's up to you and I when we pray, as it says in Mark eleven twenty four. when you pray, believe that you receive. It's up to us to do the praying. It's up to us to doing that we believe we receive. And then the rest of that verse is up to God, and you shall have it. If you and I will pray it and say it, and believe in our heart that we receive it, that it belongs to us. Um, It's just like a farmer sowing the seed in a field, um, and he waters it, um, and it will produce. Uh, The Bible says the kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed in the ground um, and sleep and rise night and day, and it springeth up, you know not how. When you sow good seed into good ground... um, and you don't let fear get into your life. You don't get into strife. Um, if strife tries to come and you get in the edge of it as quick as you can, take First John 1, 9 and receive forgiveness. Um, don't let fear come in. Jesus always said so often when he was going to minister to someone, first he would say, Fear not, then only believe. Some people are trying to believe um, but they've still got fear. You've got to get the fear out. He wouldn't tell us to do something that we could not do. In Philippians chapter four and verse six um, it says uh, take no take no thought or don't have any care. Don't let the cares of life overtake you. The amplified Bible says, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every situation and in every circumstance, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. It is God's will for you and I to receive the promises and the blessings of God that's already paid for. He's not going to do it He's already paid for it with the blood of Jesus. He's already paid for it going to the cross and going into hell, rising the third day, ascending into heaven. When he ascended, he sat down at the Father's right hand. That indicated that he had finished the work. He sat down with victory. He had spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly. He has already won the victory and it's up to you and I to receive it. It's up to you and I to take hold of it by faith and to sow the word of God by saying it and by speaking it. So I want to encourage you today, protect the seed that you have sown. When you have sown seed for health, for prosperity, for protection, for wisdom, For your loved ones to be saved, for your needs to be met, hold to those promises. Give no place to the devil. You don't have to open a door for the enemy to get in. You don't have to get into strife, no matter what somebody does or says. You don't have to let things cause you to get offended. You don't have to let situations and circumstances get you disturbed um, or agitated, um, as long as you keep your trust in him, um, then the peace of God um, will mount guard over your heart and your minds, uh, and you'll have peace that passes understanding. Well, remember these words um, in the book of Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, all things um, are possible to them that believe.